Hey guys, welcome back to the Encounter Guys by us, Redeem LA. Uh, today we have Joe Flo right here to my right. Today we have Raquel, and today we have Genesis uh, to share the Word of God. Also, um, today we're going to be speaking. Uh, um, I think we're going to just uh, I think circle back a little bit on uh, mental health, which is I think it's important. And um, I also um, we want to speak about today. We want to shape all our uh, podcast. Uh, to you know what something I, I feel like everybody who goes through this it's called anxiety well of course it's called anxiety everybody knows it's called like that and honestly i think uh, anxiety is such a um, confusing feeling not only is it confusing but it's also like uh, frustrating because I've, I've felt it a few times i don't know why but i get i usually get it at night like i'm about to go to sleep okay. and i it frustrates me because i can't go to sleep and when i go to sleep it's like literally like my sanctuary like, <laughs> i don't like i don't like anybody anybody bothering me when sacred. i'm sleeping yeah it's sacred to me yeah and um I, it's just i think it frustrates you and i think it clouds your judgment a, a mm. lot a lot and honestly i, I don't want to i don't want to i guess i don't want to i don't want to dismiss anxiety just like you know something you feel because actually a lot of people struggle with it you know what i mean and um disorders. yeah yeah exactly right so it's like it's like a disorder but i want you guys to know that that with Jesus Christ, uh, mm -hmm. none of these disorders has a hold on you. Um, like it should, uh, it should come to your life. It should test you, and you should be able to beat it. And then you should be able to, you know, move from um, that uh, that part of your life. You should be able to. Uh, it's like a, it's like any enemy, right? Like I'm sorry, I'm a guy, so I always think about it like a, like a, like any like any video game. You know, when you have a boss, like usually that boss now turns to like your regular. Everyday person. Not everyday, like, but like everyday enemy. Yeah, every, yeah, right, like, like it gets harder every single time. Like right. every time you level up, now it's like the boss that you beat before now actually comes out a lot more frequently, right? Yeah. And, and you have to understand that that's the way this says like every boss, every <laughs> I'm saying boss, every battle that you have, <laughs> notice that they are gonna come back, and that's gonna be now your your new, you know. Uh, like your new standard like that's the hardest boss you've ever done so don't be surprised if it comes back don't be surprised if it's trying to get to your, to your life again actually i think what you should do is be prepared and honestly i want to read a uh, first peter 5 7 uh that says uh says uh sorry it says cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for us and i was reading this and it's such a weird uh bible verse because it speaks about anxiety and it speaks about casting you know i feel like a lot of things uh that um just a lot of things that anxiety brings but one of the things that it does is that it makes you unsure right yeah, like yeah. it just doesn't give you a, a definite answer mm -hmm. and right here it tells us exactly what to do with the anxiety so i feel like we should always read the verses and actually read between the lines because it tells you the anxiety is not for you to carry it's for me to carry so right. so uh like i don't want to say that that jesus didn't carry enough in the cross which he did but i'm saying that he's telling us and for in first uh, peter 5 7 to give him our anxiety 
give him our worry. Give him uh, what we can't control. Give him what we hope for. Give him what, you know, we, we are not sure of or we can't decide because he cares for us. So imagine it's not because he can take it, but just because he knows that he is the father that he is. And he wants to take this, this, this side on because he knows that we can't. So uh, almost like when you guys ever take care of a little, a little baby. And you know they want to help you with the groceries, and they grab the groceries and bring it down, and they're like pulling it. What do you do? You go, it's okay, you know, I got it. And you pick it up. You do it because you care for the baby. You do it because you love the baby, whether you, whether it's your cousin, whatever it is that you, that you think of the baby, you, you understand that he can't take it or she can't take it. You need to take it. So I wanted to just, I just wanted to just touch on this on this verse because I think it's, it's a nice verse, and we have to read. And what we do with anxiety, we throw it. We cast it. Uh, when you say cast, it's actually casting a stone. Throw it to God. Even when it comes, you give it to God, and God receives it because he cares for you. I don't know if you have something to yeah. say. Sorry, I was just going to go quickly before we change. I was going to say that God is not going to give you something that you can't handle. Mm. Like, if like, like just like David, right? Like He didn't like put Goliath there because he's like, oh, no, he's tiny and he's humongous. No, yeah. like if you guys noticed that David before, how would he take care of the flock of the animals? He always had a rock. And he would throw at them. So he had some kind of skill to help them in that battle. Yeah. So it wasn't like, oh, okay, David, I'm just going to put you here and good luck. No, he knew, okay, you're good with the rock. You know what you could do. So now put what you have put to practice now into the giant, the life, yes. your anxiety, that's Goliath. Uh-huh. And it's interesting because God trains us, but he always, whatever we can't handle, he takes care of it. He yeah. was the one guiding the rock. Exactly. He's the one who prepared him from the beginning because no one else could have given him training. And he could have done yeah. it himself or else, you know, imagine. Exactly. Wrestling with lions and bears, no one can do it's that on intense. their own. So, yes, go on, okay. Um, I just wanted to go back to what Danny was saying, that anxiety is a lot of uh, being unsure. And I also noticed that it's a lot of, uh, the central feeling is also worry and stuff like that. So, um, going back to that same verse, First Peter 5, 7, I really like the... I like the whole verse, but the last part really sticks out to me because it says, for he cares about you. And I think that in the midst of all this uncertainty and all, all the answers that we're trying to look for, I think this is a really nice example of a, of a definite answer mm-hmm. to our situation, to our problem. The answer to why we should cast our anxiety to God and all this worry that we have in our heart is because he cares for us, because he knows what we need, and he's not going to destroy us and our purpose here is not to um be uh destroyed by god or anything like that he cares about us and so in this uncertainty in this worry we should always keep in our minds the definite answer that he god cares about us and that um he's gonna do everything and in his perfect will and that even though right now in the season that we may be in it's a little uncertain or anything of the sort we can be sure that God cares about us and that he's going to take us out of our despair, that he's going to take us out of our worry and give us exactly what we need. You know, I was going to tell you that, you know, the, the funny thing about, not the funny thing, but the key thing about what you were saying, and I think that we usually kind of jump over it, is that it's okay if we don't have all the answers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes we're so... Um, bent you know we're so focused on no i need to know the answers and honestly <laughs> this that's something i can tell like a young person is that it's okay if you don't have it figured out 18. like if you didn't make it to an ivy school it's okay god knows why you didn't or for example if you don't have a job at your dreamy job at 25 dude god knows why you know what i mean like i always i always tell people and don't get me wrong i, I even lived this through my life like I, I remember i was um what was it like 20 
122 and I was working in Uber and not saying that's a bad job, right? But I, I was making money like that. And I was in my, those, those were my toughest times that I had. And I was always saying, God, am I going to be driving my, my, the rest of my life? And, and whatever, I was ready for it. You know, I was like, yeah, I was like okay, yeah. like if that's what I got to do, I, that's what I got to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now that I'm, that I'm, that I'm 30 years old, I look back and I'm like, no, there, there is a lesson there to continue leveling me up until who I am right now and what I am right now and what job I have right now and what my life has come to now. Even if I don't have all the answers, let me tell you guys, as a, as a, as an older person, there's a lot of things I don't have the answers to. Like every single day I wake up to myself and I ask myself the same question. I, I, I do like, I, 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 I'm opening my heart with you guys a little bit. Like every single day I brush my teeth and I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I ask myself the same exact question. And guess what? The next day, I ask the same exact question. But now when I read the word, I understand that it's okay to have the question, but it's also okay not to have the answer. Because if you ask and you start worrying about the answer, then this, you almost yes. like, you almost like open your heart for anxiety. Right. And the minute that God, the minute the anxiety sees that you have a, a door open, it like rushes in. And he goes, yeah, but what about this? Oh my God, what about this? And then honestly, my, some, some of my questions brings <laughs> questions about the same questions. And then it just opens into this abyss where I just go, you know what? I'm going to ask my question once, look into my face and just go on with my face. Uh, right. Not my face, my day, you know? <laughs> and, and, and I just, I just wanted to, uh, well, go ahead before, before Sorry, we move no, on. I yeah. was going to like jump back because Matthew in, um, in Matthew 6, 27, he asked the exact same question. He's like, and which of you being anxious can add a single hour to a span of life? And if you keep uh, reading that verse, he's asking like, why are you worried about your clothing? Why are you worried about what you're going to eat tomorrow? Like, no, like don't do any of that. And you know how he replies? Um, in verse 33 he's like but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness Amen. so instead of like being like drowned well not, yeah you could say drowned yeah, yeah. in your actions and thinking Anxious. of like what's happening like first seek God and then from there if you seek the kingdom of the Lord all of the answers would just fall and you won't even know it because it'll be like oh like it's here like worry about like right now worry about what God has planned for you Amen. seek him in the moment because if you're worried about what's gonna happen tomorrow the blessing that you could have received today could have been like Oof, because you're so worried about today's moment. Yeah, oh, agree. sorry, later's moment. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> go ahead, Rico. Um, and yeah, and talking about some strategies to like help let go of this anxiety because we know that, of course, um, we're human and letting go of things is not like an easy one, two, three. It takes right. time. It does take time. Um, but as long as we don't dwell in our anxiety or like um, feel like or think that there's no way out, I think that's very important to keep in mind. But, uh, one of the verses that I have that kind of shows a way to get out of the anxiety is Proverbs uh, twelve twenty five. I'm sorry, I don't have the same verse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I put it in Spanish because I think it 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 stuck out more to me in Spanish. It says, "La ansiedad en el corazón del hombre lo deprime, más la buena palabra lo alegra." And if you directly translate it, it says, "The anxiety in the heart of the of man uh, de depresses him." Right, I hope I said that right. Causes him yeah. depression. Yeah, depression. causes depression. depression. Um, but the good or the encouraging word, as it says in some other versions, uh, cheers him up. So um, we know that this encouraging word, I mean, it's kind of broad here, but I think we can have some perspective on it and think, oh, it could be an encouraging word from a brother or sister. Uh -huh. uh, it can be an encouraging word from a leader or from your parents, someone who has authority over you. Or... Um, 
Another one could be the encouraging word of the Bible itself. Mm. The Bible that gives us life, the Bible that uh, gives us uh, consolation whenever we need it. Um, and so I was also looking at like, oh, okay, so then where do we see like this encouragement so that we can have some examples? And one of them that I found was between Moses and Joshua. Um, yeah. So God was commanding uh, God, I mean Moses, to have Joshua be the next next man up, and he's and in De- Deuteronomy one thirty eight says, instead, your assistant Joshua, son of Nun, or Nun, uh, will lead the people into the land. Encourage him, for he will lead Israel as they take possession of it. And so you obviously can't like give someone what they don't, what they what they already have. Right. So I'm th- I'm here thinking, um, okay, maybe. Joshua was lacking this encouragement or was going to lack this encouragement um, when Moses was going to tell him, like, hey, it's, it's your turn. Like, go ahead. Like, you're up now. Um, and so I think seeing here that this wonderful encouragement from a leader to um, the one who was below him is, is really nice. And it's really beautiful to see uh, because we see how this can help us control our anxiety a little bit, our worries a little bit. And especially knowing that it's a person of God like Moses was. Um, as we see in the Bible and so I just thought that was really beautiful as well so being encouraged by others being encouraged by the word I think is definitely helpful and that is beautiful I wanted to branch off of that because there's a, there's a couple types of fear we see in the Bible right we see reverential fear which is you know the fear of God that's something yeah. we should always have we should remember that his consequences have value have depth because imagine if we walked our lives and think like some people right don't believe in God go like what am I going to afraid? Some boogeyman who says he can do anything. He's going to send me to some scary place. Who knows if it even exists? And we find that those people tend to sin more because they don't fear God in the sense that they don't revere him. They don't respect him. And then there's the fear of instinctual fear, right? Like, you know, so to have the fear to slow down, like, you know, should I do this or should I do that type of fear, which is, you know, normal. Should, we should have that because imagine if we didn't think twice for things. Yeah. That, would, yeah, that, we, like, that would be the end of us. <laughs> but the t- type of fear we're talking about here is the fear of Phobos. And to give some context, Phobos is a spirit that comes from, you know, Greek, the Greek mythology. The Bible's written in Greek. That's the connection I'm making here. And Phobos is a spirit of fear. Things like, for example, if you hear like arachnophobia, you know, stuff like that. Mm. Phobias come from that spirit. And mm. Raquel said that it's very important that we shouldn't let it dwell on us. But sometimes... We have spirits over us because you know it, it goes both ways. Sometimes we let, fear comes over us and we keep it, and sometimes it can be dis- like disturbing and constantly always there. Like people who have OCD, who no matter how hard they try, they they can't just stop being afraid of things. Yeah. For example, if you ever seen the movie The Aviator with Leonardo DiCaprio? He plays this actual man. You, you know what I'm talking about, right, Josh? <laughs> that he develops OCD to the point that he doesn't get out. He records himself to remember things because it's clinically proven that when you have so, so much fear, yeah. you forget things. Your mind doesn't function anymore. And it's interesting that even when you try to treat it with something that's called SSRIs, basically what it does, there's a chemical in your brain that's related to being you know, in control and calm. And they found that sometimes that doesn't even work. So it tells you that depression and anxiety are not just imbalances in your chemical brain. There's things more behind it in the soul. If we want further proof, when we go to the story of Naaman, the general, who came to see the prophet Elisha, S-H-A, he had leprosy. And if you remember, leprosy is a sin that's been 
hidden away, always kept secret, that manifests through the flesh. Something what the medical world will say psychosomatic. Basically, how you feel, how you are in your soul and your mind reflects out to your body. And what's interesting is the way he cured it was not through like some herb or like some like do this. It was addressing the problem inside the soul. And his problem was pride. That's why he told him. Well, first of all, Elisha the prophet didn't meet him. He sent a servant. And that messed him up. He was like, who's this guy to send his servant if I can't see the man himself, right? If you read in the Bible, you get ticked off by that. And then he has him to go submerge under the Jordan River, which is one of the most filthiest rivers for the longest time, right? Seven times, I believe, right? And he goes under there. And he first of all, he had faith. He didn't think better because what type of like, you know, think about it. Someone doesn't know God, doesn't know the supernatural. A man tells me to go under the river seven times. For what? What is that going to do? But instead, I activated his faith and humbled him. Like, all right, this guy has the power to heal me. Doesn't know why at the moment, but, you know, God did it. I'll, I'll swallow my pride and I'll obey. He does it and he, that heals his leprosy. And so what I'm trying to say here is that sometimes our depression can come from little things we have in our soul. And sometimes we have to, you know, let go of it, like you were saying it, and also ask God to reveal the source of our anxiety because sometimes we try to solve problems like with like, you know, the problem of antibiotics, right? We feel sick, we, we drop a pill. We feel sick, we drop another pill. But we never address why. Because some people can get sick just by being afraid all the time. Again, it's clinically proven that fear drops your defenses. And then those people who are afraid go to the hospital. The mother, mm -hmm. <laughs> the yeah. motherland of diseases pretty much. And they get everything. And since they're so weak, they get sick even more. So something that I want to bring to the table here is that sometimes, you know, yes, we, we, we carry that fear and God gives us the power. And God will always gives us the power. But sometimes we have to find the source of things or else you never heal the problem entirely. It always comes back. Right. Yeah, sorry. And yeah, to back you up what you were saying, if you think about it, that's why David uh, in Psalms 139, um, in 22, he always said, examine me, search me, oh God. And it says, and know my heart, because like what you were saying in your heart, that's where you're going to find what you're having, the leprosy, the um, your anxiety, what you're feeling, your depression. And then he says, test me and know my anxiety thoughts. So once we ask God, like, okay, examine me, look what I have. Um, now test me like, okay, like allow me uh, for you to come into my heart now and take off this anxiety thoughts. Like no more what I'm thinking or how you were saying the pills in the mother hospital. But now let God be the one helping you to take these anxiety thoughts. Yeah, honestly, with honestly, what you guys were all saying is super nice. Honestly, with Raquel, starting with, uh, you know, the way to take it off. And number two, the way you you said to just kind of let it go was 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 nice. And even when you said that God has to search your heart. And I was going to tell you guys that if you guys notice here in, in Proverbs, just because I think there's so much to do here, right? Yeah. Um, if you guys notice what anxiety does. And when it says to a man, it, it usually says man because remember that back then that's what they would that's what they would portray to. But now let's put into a human's heart. It, and what I want you guys to understand is, what it, why is it you might say Danny but I like feeling this way Danny I, I'm addicted <laughs> to feeling this way. some people are yeah. some people like feeling this way and I want to tell you that if that is you what it happens is that it weighs you down uh -huh. so uh, just 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 by that just by that phrase calling weigh you just by that phrase calling weighing you down that means you're slower than everybody that means right. that you can't move as fast as somebody else like for example it's like me saying let's switch weights like 
you would you wouldn't be able to do everything you wanted to do. Uh, as for example, I don't know if you guys ever 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 like picked up a, a something heavy and you try to move. If you guys notice, the first thing you guys do is you guys put your legs wider and you guys uh -huh. waddle. Right. You go like this, right? You know why? Because that's the easiest way to bend your knees. But if you carry your backpack, you can run to the bus stop. You can run to your mom's car. You can run. And it's crazy how it says here that the anxiety fills your heart to a certain point that weighs his heart down. Meaning that when your heart is supposed to be here, it can't be there. It has to be here because it weighs you down. And honestly, the other thing I was going to I was gonna say that it all pops up to me because I think it's very important. Is you guys notice that it says anxiety in a man's heart weighs him, weighs him down. But you might say, but where does this anxiety come from, right? Like that's my first question. How can how can Proverbs twelve twenty four talk about uh, you know uh, a diligent person and then a slothful person? And then I don't know where it says anxiety. Like it doesn't make sense. But if you guys notice, anxiety usually comes to the people that don't have anything to do. Like if you're busy all day, right. if you go to the gym, if you go to work, if you go to school, you're doing and your mind is busy all day long, you're so tired at night that you're just like, okay, I gotta go to sleep. And the next day is There's the no same way. <laughs> There's no room for it. So I, I like how I like how Proverbs 12 here puts the slothful and then right after the anxiety. But I wanna explain to you guys why. And after this, uh, you know, uh, and the Proverbs says that it weighs him down, it talks about this thing called the word, right? So if you can see the slothful has time, has, um, if we, if we if we put it to, to, today, to today, if you guys notice, if you're slothful, if you're lazy, what are you gonna be looking at? Your phone. Right, <laughs> and your phone has a bunch of stuff that you do not need to hear. To hear, so meaning what this says is anxiety comes from the slothful listening to incorrect things, incorrect doctrine, incorrect thoughts. But the cheer, the good word, comes from where the Bible. If I was reading into, uh, I was reading right now. What was the like? Like the main root word of word, it says songs. It says advice. It says a good advice, a good word. Uh, when it's uh, like how it says, it says a good communication. So it's not only it's not only uh, which I love what you said, right? That, that you know your leaders help you, but not only that. What about your communication with God? A lot of people don't even have a honestly. Sometimes like don't even get me wrong. I even catch myself even doing this. I don't even pray to, just for my food. Like I even look, God, I only. I only pray for you because you give me food. Like, literally, I feel like, just me, me. I'm not, I'm not seeing anybody else. Like, I feel like a dog. What does a dog do? He only comes when he's hungry. He only obeys how? When they're hungry, when they Treats. need something. Right? Like, that, that, that's how you train a dog, right? How do you train a dog? You want to set him down? You grab a treat and you sit. They don't know what, the, what they're doing. Sit, sit, sit. And when they, oh, oh. So, if I do this... You give me this, and I don't want to be like that. I no. wanna, I wanna worship him, and I wanna talk to him, and I wanna have a relationship with him because who he is. And, and that's what I was gonna tell you is that the word is very important, and yeah. the word is what you choose. If you listen to, uh, I'll give you a time right now. If if you listen to anxious people, guess what you're gonna get? Uh -huh. Anxiety. If you listen to people that are not anxious and they're full of life and they're full of the word of God, then that's what you're gonna get. Okay. Honestly, your circle, honestly, in this sense, becomes so. Critical. critical and let me tell you something it's critical for everything you want to be a happier person Raquel hang out with happier people you want to be a more successful person I read this once and honestly I couldn't I couldn't agree with them more it says make sure you are the dumbest person in the room yep. 
And you might say, no, I don't want to be that. And me too. I, I don't know where my ego goes. Wait, you're not dumb, Danny. I don't consider myself dumb. I honestly consider myself <laughs> a genius. genius. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I consider myself like a smart guy. Like I'm not a super genius. I'm not, I'm just, I think I'm, I'm a smart guy. And I think with God, it helps me out a lot. Yeah. Right. But I was like, I don't want to be dumb in the room. But then when I started dissecting it, I was like, wait, hold on. If I'm the dumbest person in the room, the only way up, the only way is up. up. So sooner or later, I'm going to start catching on into things. Sooner or later, I'm going to start yeah. learning things. Same thing happens. If you want to be more spiritual, make sure you're yeah. the least spiritual person in your group. So when all you got to do is learn from other people, learn from what they're doing. So sooner or later, you're going to you know, get up there. But I can keep going, so go ahead, please. <laughs> going back to what you said about the communication we have with God, I was really excited to say this because it goes with a verse that I have here as well. Philippians 4, 6, it says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what, God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. So this definitely correlates with what you were saying, communication with God. We're told here that for us not to worry, we should instead be praying about everything. Mm -hmm. Like, don't be worrying about everything. Don't be thinking, oh, this is going to go bad, or I don't know what I'm going to be in the future, or I don't even know what I'm going to do right now. Like, no, instead of, of thinking on all of that and clouding your, your mind with all those uh, worries, we should be praying about all this. We should be strengthening our communication with God because praying uh, is a direct communication with the Father. Of, of course, the Holy Spirit is there to help us as well and to... Um, Help, uh, help us take our prayer to Him. Um, but yeah, it's definitely important to really strengthen that type of communication with God through prayer. And just tell Him everything <coughs> that you're feeling. Tell Him everything that's in your heart. Um, and, and just pour yourself out to Him. And you should always know that God is always going to be there for you. And He, the, the Bible even says He even knows what you need before you even ask. Right. So that's an even more beautiful thing that assures us that He's... In control of everything in our lives he's in control of every single one of us and then not only should we tell him what we need as the verse says but it then continues to say thank him for all he has done so once you once you tell him all that you need once you tell him please take my worries away please take this anxiety away please take this this feeling of uncomfort from me please um, we should thank him for everything that he's done in our lives thank yeah. him for what he's already done in our lives and even thank him for the peace that you by faith know that you already have from him um and declare things as they already are so yeah you know i was gonna say that one of the things that, that you said about our prayer it's crazy how in, in luke in luke jesus prays right jesus gives like the main you know hey if you guys are gonna pray to god this is the way you pray right and it's crazy how how he says on verse two he says it says he said to them, "When you pray, say, Father, hallowed, hallowed be your name, and your kingdom come.' That that phrase, your kingdom come, it's so crazy, and we all say it, and we all say it so simply, and we throw it out there. Right. But if you notice, that means that your kingdom must be removed, so yeah. his kingdom can take place. So, in other words, it says." Let your will be done here, right? Yeah. Have you, I'm sure you guys heard songs like that, right? Let your will be could be done here. And sometimes, just like you said, right? What happens with anxiety? Like, anxiety is when you have no control, when it's not your will, when you don't know what's going on. And if we don't have a constant... A relationship with God when we say God let your will be let your will be done or let your uh, let your kingdom come we must understand that it's not what we want and most likely 
it's not what we had planned for the rest of our life. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, I, I have learned that, and I honestly, I am, I, I have given myself into that with God. I'm like, God, I have plans. If they're not your plans, go ahead and mess them up. Go ahead. I, I can't do much. You have a plan for me. Therefore, go ahead and put it into play. If you do, now, if what I'm doing is according to your plan, then just make sure you leave them right there, right? Right, right, but, right, but, right. But if, 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 if it's not, then let your kingdom come. Let my kingdom be taken down. Let what well, I think be taken down, and, and and let your will, let your 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 thoughts be mm -hmm. my thoughts. And, and it's crazy because I was also reading that that somebody that also had anxiety, and he says it, and yet we read it, and we don't even. You don't even think about this is as Paul. He says in 2 Corinthians 11, 28, he says, and apart from other things, there is a daily pressure of me on sorry, daily pressure on me of my anxiety for all the churches. So listen, this anxiety that we speak of, uh, he's not saying that it hinders him, right? No. He's saying that there is anxiety. And listen to it's his not, next verse. Yeah. He says, who is weak? Am I not weak? So he's telling them, even though I follow Jesus, even though I should be the example that you should follow, I am also a man. I'm, I am also weak. Right. And it says, who is made to fall? I am not indignant. If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. So it's crazy how, how I want to correlate this to, to the fact that he says that he is suffering anxiety. And he's also saying that his revelation is so great that God has put a sting in his life so he may remain humble. So just just I want you guys to understand because this goes way back to what we were talking about at the beginning. Uh -huh. Anxiety never left Paul. It was always there to remain humble uh, because he was so worried about, you know, oh my God, I hope the church in Ephesus is doing good. Right. I hope the church in Rome is doing good. Like he was so worried because if you guys notice, he was the architect of the church, meaning that if he said something incorrect, he could have messed up the whole church, even us to today. So he, he had so much on him that he said the anxiety comes, but am I not weak? So imagine just now, imagine, Apostle Paul saying this. Apostle Paul. Just imagine Apostle Paul knowing great revelations, and honestly, I can keep one, but I don't want. I don't want one. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like Apostle Paul saying that he himself suffered anxiety from so many churches, churches, churches that he had a, that he had to manage, and yet he said, "But because I have this, God is my strength." Remember, we're talking about that with uh, with cats preaching yesterday, right? Yeah. God is my strength. God is the way out of this. And that's why I want to tell you guys that today, with this anxiety, don't lean on your own understanding. Instead, lean on God's understanding. And if you do not understand anything, it's like a piece of cake, right? You never go home and eat the whole cake, right? Because you're going to get a what? You're going to get a stomach ache. You're going to get sick. So what do you do? You get a piece and you leave the rest for tomorrow. And when you figure it out, actually, your dad ate some. You have an answer. Your mom ate some. Yes. And then your sister ate some. And they all ate it. And then by the time, honestly, guys, you would be surprised that sometimes we have to have answers in, in, in pieces. And honestly, guys, that's just like the story of my life. I have an answer for myself. And then, Raquel, you give me a different answer. I'm like, okay, that's part two, part three, right. part four, part five. And I'm like, okay, the cake that I wanted to eat is right here. And I want you guys to understand that, that anxiety, I'm not saying anxiety is not important, but we should. We should definitely battle it and uh, continue to, um, uh, you know, beat it. I feel like it's just, uh, it's just a daily thing. And I like what you said: communication with the word. Proverbs mm -hmm. uh, twelve twenty five. 
honestly hits it on the uh, hits it on the on the on the button and honestly a way you guys can fill this word is by listening to this podcast um because we're honestly right. trying to just base everything that we do here based on the bible, just the bible. i literally cast everything that i think and what i you know, live by, well, I do live by the Bible, but you know what, like, like my thoughts, my memory thoughts, I don't want, yeah, my understanding, exactly, I don't want to, I don't want to put that here, but instead I want to put what God wants. Amen. And honestly, guys, I think we've reached like 30, 35 minutes around there, um, 31, so uh, guys, uh, I want to tell you guys that thank you guys for, uh, you know, uh, choosing us, uh, the encounter, and us, and thank you guys, and honestly, I wanted to finish with a quick prayer for anybody that's, uh, you know, struggling with anxiety, um, it doesn't even matter if if, uh, if you don't want to be free from it. I just think it's good for you to understand that that you don't have to be living under this anxiety and living under this uh, in this jail. Um, but let me pray real quick. Um, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask you, Lord, to please look at your young people, your young Amen. your young children, Lord, and I ask you, Lord, that if anybody is suffering from anxiety, Lord, I ask you to please to rebuke it in the name of Jesus, Lord. We tie down any depression, Lord. We tie down any anxiety in their life, Lord. Any question that hasn't been answered, Lord, I ask you, Lord, to please present it to them, Lord. And I ask you that any feeling of anxiety, Lord, we cast it upon you, Lord, because you care for us, just like the Word says, Lord. And we rebuke any of this feeling because we don't want anything to weigh us down, Lord. And we want to be lifted, like you were lifted and want to be glorified like you were once glorified, Lord. I ask, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, to please give us joy, happiness, unity, Lord. Instead of that um, instead of that anxiety, Lord, I ask, Lord, to please give us that good word so you can make us cheerful. Just like in Proverbs 12, 25, Lord. We bless the people that are listening to this and whoever is needed of it, Lord. I ask, Lord, to please give them your love, Lord. Show them your love. In your name we pray. Amen and amen. All right, guys, I'll see you guys next Wednesday. See you later. Take care.